In this week's episode, we cover additional updates from the Honor Guard team, answer last week's trivia question, and hear from our Cadet Aerospace Education Officer. You are listening to Episode 6 of Squawk Talk Radio, your source for the Lynchburg Cap Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to Squawk Talk Radio. I am your host, Cadet Lieutenant Colonel John Sharp. To start off today's episode, we get to hear another update from the Honor Guard team. It has been a month since the last time we interviewed the Honor Guard, and for those of you who have not listened to Episode 3 of our show, go back and listen to it and find out what we discussed last time. Regardless of whether or not you did listen to Episode 3, this week we welcome back Cadet 2nd Lieutenant Facero to the show to discuss some updates over the past few weeks. Thank you, Cadet 2nd Lieutenant Facero, for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, well, to start off this interview, obviously we've had you on the show before. Can you give us any updates since the last time you've been on the show? Yes, so since we since I was on here before, we have performed at the gala and at the Veterans Day event. At both of these events, we did a POW and MIA t- a table ceremony. Um, that was pretty cool, and we also did a posting and retrieving of the colors. Now, one of the largest components of the Honor Guard is, of course, the colors element. Can you tell us a little bit more about this element in a little bit more detail for those who aren't a part of the Honor Guard? Right, so for the colors element, we have two main parts. We have a rifleman, and we also have the flag bearers. For rifles, the main goal is to guard the colors and to make sure you're in sync and professional with the rest of the team. For the flags, you post them and retrieve, and you just are also in sync with the rest of the element. Outstanding. Now, say I were a new cadet interested in joining the Honor Guard. If I were to do so, approximately how long would it generally take me to be ready to perform at a given ceremony? Okay, so for each individual, it takes a little bit different time. It just depends on how long how long it takes for you to catch on to it. But usually, I would estimate about a month for you to get the basics down and then be able to practice or perform at, a, at an event. For those cadets who are not currently members of the Honor Guard and who are interested in doing so or at least checking it out, uh, who can they contact? So you can go ahead and contact me, Lieutenant Cornelia Facero at my email on eServices. For those of you who do not know what that email address is, that is cornelia.facero at vawg.cap.gov. Thank you, Lieutenant Facero, for joining us, and I look forward to our next update. Thank you again, Lieutenant Facero, for that Honor Guard update. We will hear from you again in just one short month. As mentioned in the introduction, we will now hear from our Cadet Aerospace Education Officer. Our current aerospace education officer is Cadet Chief Master Sergeant Zechariah Weaver, and I can honestly say that this week's aerospace class was very exciting, and I definitely enjoyed talking with him about it in this interview. All right, joining us now is a new voice to the show, but certainly not a new member to our squadron, Cadet Chief Master Sergeant Zechariah Weaver. Chief Weaver, as the aerospace education officer, I'm curious, what was this week's aerospace education class topic? Okay, so uh, this week the topic was a, uh, a brief overview of the Civil Air Patrol model rocketry program and all that that uh, entails. And afterward, after uh, I gave a brief overview to the cadets, uh, they all got to make their own model rocket out of a styrofoam tube and a few other bits. The original plan was to have them all launch them with a rubber band outside, but unfortunately I didn't have any rubber bands but I did have a few pre-made rockets that they got to launch off instead. Fantastic. Well, for those who weren't actually at the meeting, um, can you kind of sum up, like, what was that experience, actually being able to go out there and fire off those rockets? Do you think the cadets relatively enjoyed their experience? Um, The the impression I got was that they really did enjoy it. Uh, And I know I did when I did this program myself a couple of years ago. 
It is a lot of fun to get to shoot off these these little rockets, and it looked like everybody did enjoy it. Awesome. Now, that is an interesting topic because obviously you've gone through this program before as a student for the model rocketry program, but now you have transitioned to our aerospace education officer uh, for the instructor of this class. What was your favorite part on teaching as opposed to going through it this time? I really enjoyed the whole evening, but if I had to pick a favorite part, it would probably be the actual construction of the rockets and help get, uh, getting to help the cadets uh, build them. Because I remember when I was building a mine a couple of years ago, it was really difficult, and I needed a lot of help when I made mine. And it was it was a great feeling to be able to help other people do the same thing now. All right. Well, I appreciate all the time that went into preparing for this class, but I'm curious. Is this the only model rocketry class as part of the program, or will there be more to come? Not by a long shot. The model rocketry program has uh, three different stages, and each one probably take a couple of months each to complete. Uh, we fin- we've effectively finished stage one this evening, and uh, the rest of the stages involve building more advanced rockets with actual motors. And the idea is that sometime this summer, uh, we will be able to find a airfield or a uh, grassy field or something and actually get to launch uh, those rockets up into the air with actual engines. All right. Well, thank you very much, Chief Weaver, for joining us. Uh, That is all we have for this interview. But again, I appreciate all the time that you put in to your class. Thank you for having me. It was great being here. Get off the couch and prepare for your future. If you're a young adult between 12 and 18 and you're dreaming of a career in aviation, space, or the military, then you need to know more about the cadet program of Civil Air Patrol, the official auxiliary of the United States Air Force. Fly, learn to lead, hike, camp, get in shape, and push yourself to new limits. Moms and dads, there is no future military requirement, but you and your young adult can find out more right now. Just log on to GoCivilAirPatrol.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come, the moment you've all been waiting for, the point in our episodes when we do our weekly aerospace trivia. But before we get into this week's question, I must announce the winner of last week's question. The winner of last week's trivia is Cadet Master Sergeant Madeline Grutz. The question was, the total electrical capacity of a Boeing 747-8 can power approximately how many 32-inch flat screen TVs? Sergeant Groots gave the correct answer of 480,000 and did so within only minutes of me releasing the episode. Congratulations, Sergeant Groots. For those of you who did not win last week, you get another shot to win this week's question, which I will ask right now. This week's question is, what is the world's busiest commercial airport? Remember, the first person to look up the answer and email it to me will win this week's trivia and get a shout out in next week's episode. With that, it is time to move on to our weekly accountability reports and our announcements. First, with our weekly accountability reports, although we didn't see the records get any worse, they also didn't improve either. This week, it was Alpha, Charlie, and Tango who got 100%, while Bravo and Oscar each had one report missing. I know it can sometimes slip your mind, but these reports are very important, so please take steps to ensure you get your accountability in on time. And as always, we move on to the last segment of the show, our announcements. The first announcement is about the respect standards within our squadron. As members of the Civil Air Patrol and the Golden Eagles of VA-017, we've committed ourselves to a higher level of excellence. When it comes to our customs and courtesies and respect, these aspects of the program are not optional. Whether this be saluting your officers, greeting senior members, or following orders to the best of your ability, your commitment to this program is measured in your commitment to the core value of excellence. Let's all work together to hold ourselves to a higher standard within our squadron and within Virginia Wing going forward. 
The next announcement is about the Cadet Commander's workout program. In adherence to the goal of encouraging regular physical fitness, Cadet Major Lauren Sharp has challenged everyone within the squadron to develop their own workout program. We discussed this last week, and I also provided you with the First Sergeant's Exercise of the Month to get you started on creating your own custom exercise program. It doesn't have to be an official workout program as long as you find what's right for you and develop it to your needs. To end off this episode, I want to remind you that next week is ES Night, so come ready to listen and learn from our emergency services team and the classes they have prepared, and stay tuned for next week's episode of the show. Squawk Talk Radio is a production of the Lynchburg Cat Public Affairs Team and is made possible by Lynchburg CAP. To find out more about who we are, what we do, and how to get involved, visit lynchburgcap.com. That's all for this episode. I bid you all farewell. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Squawk Talk Radio.